This podcast is brought to you by 3B, the mental wellbeing company, hosted by Claire and Sue, co-founders of 3B. When you've got your wellbeing mojo on, you're firing on all cylinders. You're accepting of whatever comes your way. You're being resilient. We believe that one size does not fit all, and we want you to discover your own wellbeing mojo. So join us on our podcast journey where we'll be exploring the many different aspects of mental well-being. And hopefully, you can learn what you need to get your well-being mojo on. Me and Sue had decided that we were going to have a podcast about stress because of something that we've been working on recently for one of our business clients. And then it was like, oh, April, it's Stress Awareness Month. So actually this really fits um, for the month, but also with kind of thing that we just wanted to talk about that will hopefully help or, you know, get you to think differently about stuff. We'd started months back, well, probably actually years back, talking about good stress and bad stress and how, you know, some stress is good because it motivates you, gets you to do things. And we know that stress hormones fill us with adrenaline, which can get us going and support that fight kind of you know the fight flight kind of mode the fight kind of mode for us and it can be really really useful in certain things but the word stress is bandied about far too much lately and really has reduced the actual meaning I think of the word and how it should be taken for want of a better way of phrasing it that's how we think here at 3B anyway. We, um, I just come up with it. Stress, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. <laughs> stress, what is it good for? It's really not good for anything. And I think that's where we've finally got to with this, isn't it, Sue? Yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's interesting what you mentioned there about the kind of the good stress versus the bad stress. And, you know, if you do any kind of research into this, particularly looking over the last sort of five to 10 years, I think it will, all the psychologists, the scientists, the neuroscientists, there's lots of articles that sort of say, not all stress is bad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've got this idea of good stress because of the reasons that you've mentioned there. But actually, I think because we're really big on words and defining words and terms, and that's a, a big part of the work that we do with people is we get them to dig in, don't we? And we get them to kind of understand, okay, well, when you say that, what is it you mean? And I think a lot of that comes from our coaching background. You know, because, yeah. So we, we sort of, we, we just had this problem with the word stress, didn't we? And kind of it wasn't helping certainly and and just to kind of go back to the good and the bad aspect for me when I thought about it it was sort of making me feel as though it's got you're doing stress wrong so if you're having the wrong kind of stress Sue then you're not you're not having the good kind you must be having the bad kind so this is like another thing that I'm doing wrong in my life (laughs) if that makes sense 
<laughs> so just from that perspective, not helpful for me because I don't need any more things piling on telling me yeah. that doing them wrong so yeah I mean I know that's kind of a little bit of a, a maybe a fickle way to look at it and I get I get the idea that you know it's sort of what you're saying there scientifically what's happening physiologically with us you know emotionally yeah we need to be able to you know kind of step up we need to be able to motivate ourselves we need to be able to get up in the morning you know and that's where from a science perspective stress you know, is, is kind of technically happening behind the scenes, isn't it? But I think what we, the conclusion we came to was that, do we need to call that stress? Because actually that's not really helpful. And I suppose the other aspect to it is the way that we use the word stress or stressed out or feeling stressed, you know, from a language perspective, just in our everyday language, you know, so we'll use the word stress when we're applying it to, you know things that are maybe quite innocuous or quite inane it's not it's not really stress that we're experiencing it's maybe frustration you know or it's maybe some difficulty it's some pressure um you know so it, it I think the kind of the use of the it sort of dilutes the use of the word really yeah doesn't it um so when when you hear somebody say maybe in the workplace or you know in the family situation oh I'm so stressed yeah I'm really stressed you know and it's sort of like we're all piling on to saying sharing how stressed we are it's a bit like busy you yeah. know we're all so busy um and I just think we need to just stop for a minute and just think about what are we really saying when we're saying that I've just chucked a load of stuff at you there I don't know if uh, <laughs> I, I quite agree I, I quite agree with you there this that's what I was thinking it's sort of like when you use the word it's diluted that word mm. I never ever come across anybody who go I'm stressed it's great it's sort of like that never ever happens so why is there good stress then if nobody ever goes I'm really stressed mm. and mean it in a really good way and I do think we need to change that and something we were looking at which is Williams's pressure performance curve and that talks about having some sort of stretch so if you're in your comfort zone all the time then you're not performing in work as your personal life if you're not coming outside of your comfort zone you're not you know challenging yourself and potentially that can cause problems but actually what it doesn't say is at no point does it say you're getting into kind of stress. What it does is go, you're into strain and it's that. And it's sort of like the stretch is good. Stretching ourselves is good. And actually that's where our performance is the highest. So when we are in our stretch mode, we are usually on high performance. And I know we usually use that term in work. But you could also think about it in your personal life. What you're doing is learning more about yourself when you're in that kind of state. But then when you come out of that, if, or if you stay in that too long, you go into strain. You can come out of strain into, stretch into strain. And then that starts going down the real difficult stuff of overwhelm. That's where the stress comes in. And I just think... It is used. It's totally wrong how we use it nowadays. 
that if people say they're stressed, it shouldn't be dismissed and it shouldn't be laughed off or gone, yeah, I'm stressed as well. And it's like, you might be, yeah, that's exactly true. You might be stressed. But is that person going, I really need help when they're saying that? Yeah. Is actually that the byproduct is good. They're going, I'm stressed. And what they're really going is, I really need some help here because I can't continue in this mode. Or, you know, for me lately, <laughs> moving house, getting ready to move house, having dates changed and all that kind of thing. It's me turning around to Sue and going, I probably need a little bit of support at the minute because I'm feeling really stressed. Therefore, I don't think I'm on my A game. I'm not bringing everything I usually would. And I'm not making, or I feel like I can't make clear decisions just at this point in time. Now I know for me that'll ease off, but actually people who are feeling stress, if they don't feel that they can talk about it, or they feel like it's getting dismissed. You know, like what you were saying, it's, that's really difficult. And I think I, you know, I'm really lucky I get to work with you and you understand this. So actually, if I say I'm stressed, you go, so what can I do to help? And it's okay if you're stressed as well, because I can deal with your stuff. We can deal with the people's better. But there is something about this word that really needs looking at again. And I actually think, you know, the fact that we have Stress Awareness Month just shows where we've gone to in society, that we need a month that looks at stress because it can be really, really detrimental. It can damage our health. I mean, let's face it, stress can kill. It really can. You know, so that's the extreme side of things but it can push people over into overwhelm, into burnout, into depression. And yeah, very often we hear, you know, yeah, I told them I was stressed and they didn't take any notice. And that could be just some, their partner who they're talking to, it could be their manager, something like that. And I just, yeah, I want to do something about it. It makes me want to do something about it yeah I think you've you've touched on a lot of really important stuff there I think that as you say the fact that we have a month dedicated to it tells you something about where we are and I wonder if you know it's a chance for people to just stop for a minute and just pause and just think about this word and you know obviously you know, at the time we're recording this, the lockdown restrictions are easing, people are coming back into work, there's a lot of change happening. Yeah. And, you know, that's going to be a factor for people. And, and But at the same time, there's also a lot of talk about well-being. Yes. There's also a lot of talk about mind health. Um, you know, there's a lot of campaigns at the moment, which is great to see. But I wonder how many employers, how many team leaders, managers you know, people are kind of looking at this in a real holistic way and looking at this in a way that kind of, you know, again, we're not just sort of banding terms around. So using something actually like the Williams Pressure Performance Curve is really helpful because it's it's a visual, you know, if you look it up, you'll see yeah. 
slightly different variations of it, you know, on the internet. But they all pretty much kind of represent these different zones that you were talking about there. And actually, it's a really useful image to, to sort of come to grips with, isn't it? Because you can see, actually, you can even look at it and study it and kind of think, OK, where am I spending most of my time? Which zone am I hanging out in? So the example that you gave there where people are potentially, maybe it's a cry for help. Maybe they're saying that and they don't even realise themselves. You know, so sometimes it's not till we kind of articulate to somebody else that we realise. Yeah just how bad things are you know so maybe that's an opportunity for people to sort of take a look and think okay where where am I hanging out a lot of the time because I know when you and I have sort of experienced this kind of thing in our past lives you know I can really identify and see where I was you know in terms of those different zones and kind of very much in strain yeah probably like 99% of the time um you know, and yeah, it take, and I think when you get there as well, you everything becomes normal. It becomes normalised, doesn't it? Yeah. And I think this is what you're saying about maybe in our workplaces um, and maybe in our personal lives, we've become this sort of idea that, well, we're not working hard enough. You know, we, we've got to be productive, mm. you know, output, 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 deliver, 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 results, results. And when we talk about well-being, you know, we often talk about kind of, you know, meditation, mindfulness, breaks, all this kind of thing. But that's that's only going to work for people kind of in a, in a way that's personal for them, isn't it? We can chuck stuff at people, yeah. but we've got to do some work, you know, kind of and find what's right for ourselves. And people are going to have different levels, different exactly. things that they can cope with. We've all got different size buckets and yeah uh, that, that kind of analogy works quite well doesn't it and and also different situations so whatever at the minute your book it's full because you've got all this stuff going on in your personal life you're moving house and a lot of stress so actually you're not able to take on any more mm. kind of from from other sides of your life because that that's sort of filling you up really with that with that with you know your capacity and, and and everything that you your mind everything that you need to think about so, yeah, there may be times for people where they're at that point or maybe they're kind of able to take on more in terms of pressure, more in mm. terms of stretch, maybe even in terms of a little bit of strain, you know, yeah. from time to time. It's okay. It's the prolonged yeah. thing, isn't it? It's the continuous yeah. prolonged thing and thinking that that's where we need to reside. That's where we're – because we're not at our optimum then we might feel like oh yeah we really pushed myself there and I did really well but what's missing is the opportunity to recover yeah and come back and replenish and do all that and and a lot of our work patterns don't they don't lend themselves to that do they the working day doesn't lend itself to that um and I do think sometimes it's easy to blame others it's easy to blame work and it's like you know, well, we haven't got enough people doing it. I have to do it. But, you know, we have to find a way around that because that is, that that's our culture now, that actually that is the working environment. We are expected to be really busy. And that's just the kind of society do, that we do live in. But I do think there are things that we can do to help ourselves and to help others. 
just like you were saying. I mean, one of the key things for me, and we know this with working with managers and the work that we do currently in our in the business that we're working really closely with on their mental well-being that their managers have really developed and gone so much further. It's just a joy to see mm. them taking on board the stuff that we've gone in there and, and started training them on. And there are things that we can do. Management is really expected to do this. You've got to look after yourself. But you can start to notice if people tell you when they're stressed. I think that's really key because you can then start to notice Maybe some behaviours, patterns that come across when they're in that kind of mode and then you're actually able to see it ahead of time. Mm. Now, I remember, this is where me and Sue met many, 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 many years ago. We both worked for Barclays Bank and we met in the training department. And I know when I got stressed, I became compulsive about having order in my training room and I used to cut up blue tack into little squares and they'd be all down the side of my stand my flip chart stand do you remember that Um, somebody actually mentioned to me and said and it could well have been you so said are you feeling a bit stressed at the minute and what I do is I go into control mode when I'm feeling stressed. So I need to control aspects of my life. And that was one of it. So something as really small as cutting blue tack up. And that is genuinely what I did. I didn't pull it off. I would sit there and cut it with scissors and put spots down the board. And I remember Sue coming into one of my training rooms once and just said to me, Are you feeling a little bit stressed today? And do you know what? I hadn't even recognised it in myself. Um, And I think I might have tried to pull it off and you said to me, it's only because you've got your squares of blue tack. And I went, oh, oh, yeah, actually, I think I might be. And it was really supportive because you recognised it and then I recognised it in myself because you'd brought it to me. It was sort of like, ah. And it's like, I've just caught it before I've just tipped over that edge into that, yeah, strain. I'm still in stretch mode. I'm going into strain. And it was sort of like, it's like being pulled back from the brink. And it was like, oh, I need to do something. And that's where this all started. And it's sort of like, and we can do that. We can do that for ourselves if we recognise patterns that we have when we're in that kind of feeling. But also to support others. And that's really important that we do that. And it's really important that we start to recognise that this word stress shouldn't be banded around. Mm. It needs to be taken notice of. Yeah, I do remember that. Um, (laughs) I remember the blues. I had forgotten all about it temporarily. Mm. Yeah, no, I do remember that. And I think that's interesting, isn't it? For me, it, it always comes back every time we talk about it. All, or so many aspects of, of our mental well-being to knowing yourself and noticing things so in that example you know you you're developing a self-awareness about as you were saying about behaviors about patterns and noticing and we can do this for ourselves and, and as leaders managers co-workers we can do this for others and it's not about labeling it's not about kind of 
you know, sort of saying, oh, that plus that equals this. It's just about just noticing, isn't it? And just being aware. And I think often we're very wrapped up in kind of what we have to do because we're maybe feeling that that stretch, that strain ourselves. Um, but part of this whole approach to developing a culture which is the work that we, kind of work we do when we go in we're, we're in it for the long haul isn't it when we, yeah. when we work with organizations yeah. is we want these kind of actual transformational changes to happen behavior changes attitude changes um it isn't like a kind of a, a sheet dip you know quick fix sort of scenario and we do have to work at this stuff but I think you're right I think it starts with with the noticing, with a bit of self-awareness, with kind of understanding, oh, that's interesting. You know, what, what's that all about? What am I doing there? Um, but we have to be open to learning about ourselves, don't we? And we have to be open to being supportive of others and maybe challenging some of the expectations that we've created within our working culture because some of them are, are kind of, that some of them are perceived that's the other thing. Some of them yeah. perceive things. So there's an expectation that things need to be a certain way or that, oh, no, well, I have to do this. Otherwise, you know, there's no one else to do it. Or I have to answer my phone in my lunch break because that's what's expected. But we know when we've kind of gone back and talked with organisations, often not the case. Yeah. You know, not the expectation. So there's so many different things for us to kind of look at here. I think knowing ourselves maybe kind of looking at this word stress as an individual and as a, you know, from a workplace perspective and an exercise that people can do is sort of say, okay, so when, when we hear this word stress, what are we, what are we looking for? What do mm. we kind of, you know, what do we expect to see? And actually, should we be bandying it around? Because yes. if we kind of use it when we need to use it, then it will add weight to it, won't it? And then we'll really know you know, when people are, are kind of sort of reaching out and asking for help. And that is another important aspect to knowing yourself as well, knowing that you've got your people around you that you can call upon. Um, you know, we've talked about this in the way we've discussed self-care before, um, the way we've sort of talked about assembling resources around us. There are so many things we can do to help minimise stress. Um, but in terms of the word... What is it good for? As you say, it's not good. And kind of, you know, scientifically, yeah, motivation, bit of pressure, bit of stretch, even a little bit of strain. Yeah, we can go there as human beings. We can't stay in those zones for a prolonged period of time. We have to know ourselves and we have to give ourselves what we need. And we have to take some responsibility for that, I think, individually and collectively in order to change things.